You're listening to Biz Chat Triad with your hosts, Heavenly Walker and Michael McNair. This box-breaking podcast is geared towards informing and empowering those interested in starting or growing their business with candid, open dialogue with successful triad businesses. Let's chat. All right, everybody, we are back with Biz Chat Triad. I'm excited to be in the building. Uh, Shout out to our sponsor, Triad Workspace, um, who sponsors us. They are our only sponsor, so we need businesses um, because we got bills to pay. Um, And if you want to be on the podcast, please hit us up. We want to know your business, your industry. We want to know all about you. Um, But I'm excited to be here once again with my co-host, the lovely, the oh-so-lovely, <laughs> give it up for her, Heavenly Walker. Hello, hello, everyone. Hello, hello. <laughs> now, it's awesome to be here today. I'm excited because we have a lovely, lovely lady in the building today, and her name is Jada Monica Drew. Yeah. You like how that rolls hello, off the tongue hello. there? Jada Monica Drew. <laughs> Thanks Jada for Monica. having me. I'm excited. She is the owner and creator of Social Designs. Oh, <laughs> oh, he's getting, he's getting like okay, okay. <laughs> he's getting fancy in here today. Wait a minute, he's I getting fancy my, in here my today. Song to come out to, right? You got something to step out to? <laughs> they gonna think she in here to drop a mixtape. I might. I might <laughs> real fancy. I might. It might be the next business. The next business. It might. It might be. I can't. I can't. He, we, we, we were talking about having our own applause button mm-hmm. and our own like horn and stuff like that. So he found it. I like it. And so now I don't even know when it's gonna come. I'm yeah. scared. Yeah, you I'm just, nervous. Just brace yourself. Stay okay? ready. Yeah. I was ready that time. Okay. <laughs> so what we want to do today, and I know um, this is your first time here joining us, and what we want to do is we want to learn all about you, your business, social designs, and. Um, just who you are, where you are, where you're going, and how you can let the community of Greensboro and the Triad area, rather, know all about you and spread the word. Awesome. I'm ready. All yeah. right. So tell us a little bit um, about who Jada Monica Drew is. Jada Monica Drew. Hello, everyone. Once yes. again, thanks for having me. Um, I, I am currently... A native of Greensboro, North Carolina. I've okay. been here for 15 years or so. I went to okay. school at Guilford College, go Quakers. Cool. And that's what brought me here. <laughs> Quakers. What brought me to the work that I do, particularly in diversity and inclusion, as well as leadership, has a lot to do with where I'm from, which is a family that really um, values connectivity, giving back to the community, and meeting people where they are. And so, you know, as I've grown to become an entrepreneur, those values still stay true to everything that I do. Right. Okay. Okay. So, um, tell us a little bit about social designs. Yes. Um, This is your business. Yes. Your brand, your baby, your heart, your passion, your blood, sweat, and tears. Yes. (laughs) <laughs> all of those all of those <laughs> um, yes. Yes. so um, tell us a little bit about um, social designs when did you start this mm-hmm. where, where did this come from and what do you do gotcha All right. so social designs is a leadership and diversity consulting firm okay 
And what we do includes coaching, mm-hmm. executive coaching, training, and um, we also produce events and opportunities for people to learn more about inclusion and leadership. Okay. And the business is 11 years old this year. Wow. Can we get that round of applause again? Get that round of applause. You need to get some balloons. He wasn't is. ready. Here it is. She said she was ready. <laughs> there that's it is. awesome. There so it is. That's, that, was that right after school? So right after school, I started social designs. And so, you know, working full time while mm-hmm. growing a business is extremely hard. Um, as you you all will know, and and those who are listening, I'm sh- sure there are some people who are working a nine to five and a mm-hmm. five to nine, mm-hmm. um, or multiple side gigs, side <laughs> you know? hustle. And so it's grown to to a place where you know it's the the sole company that I work for. You know, mm-hmm. I'm That's the amazing. CEO, as your shirt says. <laughs> and so with social designs, the growth has has been paired with my growth as a professional. Right. I'm just looking at diversity and inclusion isn't a new thing for social designs. That's always been our focus. And so particularly when we talk about inclusion and social justice and leadership and how they all connect, we have a formula that's very simple. (laughs) The formula that we have with social designs is Mm -hmm. truth-telling, historic truth-telling, building relationships and creative action. Because if we're talking about all of the ills of the world and why people do what they do and how people hurt each other's feelings and how the climate of workplaces are not conducive for effective workplaces and not talking about creative action, then we're not going to get anywhere. Mm -hmm. And if we're not building relationships and opportunities for people to trust each other, then we're also not moving toward action. And so, you know, today people are calling us now to be more on the reactive side of what may happen in the workplace if people are, you know, just non-inclusive or Mm -hmm. people aren't, PC, so to speak. Um, I'm not a big believer in training people to be PC mm-hmm. because I think it's more important to understand why people want to be respected and, and the types of language they want to use and the history behind that. Right. And also knowing the intent from the person that's actually sharing information with you or having conversations. And, and we're in a very reactive space right now in our country, in our community. And what we do is build pillars so that when something happens in the workplace, the climate has been built in a way that people can have dialogue with one another. Right. We have dialogue principles that we teach our clients. We you know, teach people how to build empathy within the workplace mm. right. and to tap into your strengths okay. and to understand it. It's, sometimes it's just as simple as listening to people, right. like really, truly, actively listening. And you know, some people may say, yeah, that's what everyone says with communication, but do you really know how to do it? Right. So we like to break down what that looks like and in a fun, engaging way. Okay. And where, where did this passion come from? It came from um, growing up, I grew up in a a rural community and I moved to a suburban community and the, the school systems were extremely different. One school had all of the bells and whistles and Mm -hmm. the other didn't. Okay. Um, Meaning access to resources. I was a student athlete. So just to see what the school was able to pour into the students to provide opportunities, I just thought simply it was unfair. Right. right. And from an early age, I started to notice these things around systemic inequities and just how different regions or parts of towns are are completely... um, just, just experiencing uh, people in those communities are experiencing something completely different. 
I mm. wanted to create a change. I don't believe in things that are not fair. Right. It just doesn't sit right with me. Okay. And so I've just become a, a problem solver. Like, let's fix it. Let's just fix right. it. Let's right. talk about why things are. Let's call a spade a spade. But mm. then let's mm-hmm. build relationships so that we can fix it. Right. Mm-hmm. When you talk about fair, is that where your passion for social justice comes in? Yes. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Yeah. What What type of things are you doing as it relates to social justice? Um that you you know that that really brings home that that passion of of being fair. Mm-hmm. Well, in the workplace spe- specifically, I work with a lot of corporate organizations, nonprofits, schools, and so my focus is less about the social justice, but mm-hmm. more so giving people and teaching people the skills around creating pillars in their organization that will build that fairness. So some people call it inclusion, some people call it equity, some people call it social justice. But I think the way that we typically look at social justice in our community, our meaning not just Greensboro, but all over our country, Mm -hmm. that's more, you know, let's get out and, Mm -hmm. you know, march, let's um, protest and things like that. And I think you can do those things within a community and within organizations, but there are different modes to provide whatever you call fairness. It might be social justice. It might be justice. It might be inclusion, whatever that is. That's what we work with people to figure out the, the formula, the solution to their problem. Right. Right. That's good. That's good. So 11 years, 11 years. Hmm. Let me ask you, like, I mean, just looking at your first day to today, what, I mean, how does that journey, how does that journey, um, what have you seen? That's an even better question. What have you seen from you starting social designs to where you see businesses trying to do today as far as your, the where you've been able to make the biggest impact? I think what I've seen that's very interesting is language and how language mm. shifts. Okay. Mm. Um, for, for example, when I first started... Um, in this business, in the leadership and diversity business, most people said the word diversity or cultural competence. Right. Um, use words like tolerance. Mm-hmm. And now you hear inclusion, right. equity, mm-hmm. global competencies. Um, and so the language has changed and shifted. And so that's similar to my background in higher education as well. So I worked in the multicultural education department. And okay. so now when you look across a lot of your, your schools, your colleges and universities, you see intercultural offices right. or people uh, trying to figure out how to merge. Because mm. multicultural came from mostly students of color, particularly black students, integrating a lot of your PWIs, mm-hmm. predominantly white institutions. Right. And so now you have the... The multicultural education departments or multicultural affairs offices and your international offices, mm-hmm. and they're working to merge. Yeah. And yeah. so I think that the merge and wanting to bridge the gap is important, but I also think that people have to do it very carefully and mm-hmm. not just move with the trend. Right. So what I've seen is that or some organizations that I've worked with, in general, it's a part of their mission, it's a part of their their values to be inclusive or to create an environment where there is not only a, a diverse group of people who want to work there around you know recruiting diversity, but they've also built in those things to make sure that people stay. Right, right. And so you have that type of company or organization, and then there's the other organization that wants to do it because it's the thing that you should do now. Right. Because you should do it now. Right, mm-hmm. right. Is that 
Yeah, no, it makes a lot of sense. So that's been the biggest change that I've seen. Um, As an entrepreneur, I've grown, I mean, tremendously just thinking about messaging and focusing on um, just particular modules or particular um, things that set us apart. Mm -hmm. And that has been very, very helpful because there are tons of organizations in, in the city and in the state that work with different types of inclusion practices or diversity or racial equity. And, um, you know, some of them are absolutely amazing. And so how, as a business, how do you set yourself apart? Um, That's one of the things that I've learned to do. And um, it's been a fun journey, sometimes extremely hard, but for the most Mm -hmm. part, like I said earlier, I like solving problems and, you know, figuring those things out have probably been the most um, enjoyable. Right, right. So being a being a native of this area, it, it definitely wasn't necessarily hard for you to choose to um, present your business to this area. But but why not why not a bigger city? Why not Atlanta? Everybody go to Atlanta, mm-hmm. <laughs> New York, DC. You know why, why Charlotte? Why not a bigger city so yeah. you can mm-hmm. really spread your wings? What and kept take you off? here? Yeah, why mm-hmm. why why? Why the perfect city like Greensboro? The perfect city of Greensboro. <laughs> Great way to put it. <laughs> well, Greensboro is my home base, right. but I actually work more outside of Greensboro than I do in Greensboro. Okay. So most okay. of the clients that I've had are all over the country okay. Okay. and also internationally. Right. So right. just recently, I would say in the last probably two years, I've intentionally worked to just be home more because I'm tired okay. of traveling so much. Right. Right. So I would say... Um, I love Greensboro as a resident of Greensboro just mm-hmm. because you can get anywhere in 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. We don't have traffic. All right. Well, where you, where you, where you driving to? Cause... We don't have traffic. <laughs> Ten, it took me 10 minutes, maybe 12 come, minutes to get here. It's, not, it's good on average 12, 15. Yeah. Come, coming down 10 win, to 10 Wendover and 68 at the wrong You don't go Wendover. You got to gotta know the, you gotta go know the cuts. You got to know the right. roundaway. So, 15 minutes tops. Right. Okay. Okay. 20, 20 if you just right. want to drive slow. Right. So y'all hear that? If you live in Atlanta, Charlotte, oh yeah, um, these bigger cities, come on down here come to, to Greensboro. Greensboro. Come you, to Greensboro. You only need to leave 20 minutes ahead of time. Yeah. And the other thing about Greensboro, <laughs> the other thing about Greensboro is that you know this is the community where I feel like I grew up as an adult. Okay. And I've thought about leaving tons of times. Right. I've tried to leave. Greensboro tons of times, mm-hmm. but for some reason, there were just circumstances that kept me here. Right. And um, it used to be frustrating, you know, fresh out of college, you want to leave, you want to go somewhere to a big city, go. you know? Mm-hmm. But the more I travel and the more I stay in these big cities, I just want to visit. And then I want to, when I tell you I want to come <laughs> home, I'll go right. away for a business trip and add an extra day before or after just to explore right. and I'll pay the money to come back home early mm-hmm. Yeah, because I'm ready to, I'm I'm ready to come home. home I mean I know where to go to get my nails done right, and my right. brows done right, shout right. out to Marianne's brows oh wow shout out Marianne <laughs> you know Marianne. to Lee Cole where I get my hair you know it's just those, <laughs> those relationships that I've built over the years and right. I'm not saying that I'll never leave mm-hmm. but I travel enough to appreciate just being home okay mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. good yeah, that's, that's awesome. Well, tell me about some of the things that you do whenever you do go into an organization to work with them on inclusion or mm-hmm. um, just what hopefully not being reactionary, but being more proactive about how to make sure that people can have the right conversations and dialogue. Like, What are some of the things that you use to do that? Mm-hmm. Sure. So one of the um, activities, and, and Heavenly actually were part of this, was uh, True Colors, which is a 
an inventory and assessment, a leadership assessment that I'm certified to facilitate, but we put a social designs um, twist to it. And that focus is mainly on leadership. We talk about leadership and how people are different, quote, colors. Mm -hmm. So your leadership style may be um, you like to do more than to think strategically. You may like to um, focus on building relationships versus um, focusing on, let's say, making sure that everything is in order. And so one of the first things that I do, whether it's using True Colors inventory or working with a a strategic leadership team or uh, VPs, is to ask them the simple questions around management. Okay. Diversity and having a diverse organization is absolutely amazing. Building inclusive practices, I believe, helps your organization to grow. But if you don't have the foundation of knowing how to lead people and manage people, there's when everything goes haywire. Mm. And so our Mm. focus is making sure that we. (laughs) You are the guinea pig girl on that horn. You know, try it out. (laughs) No, but I mean, you said a mouthful because I think some some organizations are oh, you know, and and let's be honest. Look, look at our diversity. Mm -hmm. You know. Look at the Hispanic guy over there. <laughs> Look at the black guy over there. We're so diverse. Mm-hmm. Um, but but what you're saying is that's that doesn't solve the ultimate. It doesn't. Problem. It doesn't prove that you know how to lead right. that doesn't. diverse organization right. that you call. Right. right. And there's diverse. If there's an organization that is a monolith, if there are all women, if mm-hmm. there are all men, if there are all white people, if there are all Latino people, there is diversity there. Right. We lump people together mm. and we think that they're the same. Wow. If you walk into a, a room full of Latino or Hispanic people and you know you speak Spanish, the ways in which people understand your version of Spanish are different because people right. are from different countries. And so what I what I love about diversity and the way that our team talks about inclusion is that we ask those questions that hit people to who they are. So if I ask people where they're from, I really want to know where are you from? Like, what's your culture? If you say that you are African-American or black, I'm going to say, well, what does that mean? Are you Gullah Geechee? Are you rural? Are you um, Caribbean? If you are Caribbean, what island are you, is your family from? If you're white, I'm going to say, well, what, what culture? What, what ethnicity, right? Because we don't ask people those questions. And I think that has a lot to do with how organizations become so stale. Right. Not that we don't ask, but because we expect everyone to be the same, to fit a mold that is impossible. And so to part of... To on a sheet. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And so we get tied up in it, but I think that we should, you know, move from the inside out versus the outside in and just say, oh, we're diverse. But everyone could come from the same cultural upbringing, even if they don't look alike. And someone who doesn't have the same, um, let's say, cultural style within within an organization may look like someone that they're working with, but the way that they operate and maneuver and make Mm -hmm. decisions is completely different, which is why we love to start with leadership. And that's very, very, very important. That's that's boom. I'm going to give you this quote. You said it. A room full of women... Is still a room full of diversity. Exactly. Mm-hmm. That's that's golden. That's yours. You can have it. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> tweet it. Tweet it. <laughs> hashtag, hashtag social design. And so, it's like um, that's yours. You can have it. Yeah, you can have it. It's yours. <laughs> um, so, how do you handle your competition? Because 
you know, there are mm-hmm. there are other Jadas. No, but I get you. <laughs> there's no other Jada. There, there, there's some who are trying, who have a, uh, you know, a form of we can, we can, we can bring this service to your industry. Mm-hmm. Um, what makes you so different? Because there are so many organizations like this, businesses that that tell these companies, hey, we can come in and and do this. Mm-hmm. Uh, what mm-hmm. makes you different? So if you go to Amazon and you Google best leadership practices mm-hmm. how many books you think will show up in your search engine mm. hundreds thousands yeah. right yeah but you're going to pick the one that fits you right so the you may find hundreds of books that have the same essence of what the principles of leadership are mm-hmm. but if it doesn't speak to you yeah. you're not going to buy the product and so with social designs i think we speak to a lot of people specifically because we create a custom experience for everyone. Yeah. Now, that's very hard to do, um, but we really value building those relationships. And so your question around competition, I don't really believe in competition okay. from my perspective. I think as a as a business owner, you have to know who else is out there, right. but I don't right. make it my point to compete, compete. with people mm-hmm. because I'm constantly competing with myself right. and being better than I was yesterday. There's right. actually a... A chapter in more than enough, like compete with your yesterday. Right, mm-hmm. right, right. I, I, I definitely uh, can attest to that. When, when people ask me about competition in my in my mm-hmm. space, is always tell them. Well, first off, is it's plenty. It's plenty of customers mm-hmm. for us. It's to plenty share. to go around. It's, it's plenty <laughs> yes. to go it's around. It's not a really finite is. number. So we, <laughs> we, you know, although I want the whole pie. Um, you know, I I know I have to share pieces, but it's plenty of it's plenty of industries that need social designs. And it's it's power in collaboration. It right. really I is. I have so much fun when I collaborate yeah. with other leaders. There's so many groups that I'm a part of mm-hmm. where we talk about different practices that we all share right. around leadership and inclusion and and it's you know it, it helps you it feeds your it feeds your brain. So to me the whole competition is not something that I wake up and think about, oh my gosh, this person had this clients. It's right. just why? Right. I'd rather, <laughs> right. I'd rather not. Right. Plenty of other things to worry about. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I, I want to uh, showcase um, the value of learning on the job okay. um, or learning on the journey. Mm-hmm. Um, 11 years, that's a huge accomplishment. We, we applaud you. Thank you. Wait for it. He's a mess. I Wait can't. Wait for it. We, we applaud. I, I apologize for y'all out there. <laughs> we, I mean, no, that is that is huge. Yeah. Thank you. Um, you know, black African American female. That's I mean, that's monumental to 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 be able to um, exist in a world um, of evolution. Everything's constantly changing, which means you have evolved mm-hmm. with the world. Um, mm-hmm. So, but. If, if if there is something that you could look back on, the Jada Monica Drew that started off eleven years ago, the Jada Monica Drew today, um, what do you wish you had known then um, that you know now? And then also for for that young entrepreneur or older entrepreneur that's listening, that's that's thinking about getting into business or maybe even the space that you're in. Mm-hmm. Um, that 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 young girl fresh out of college like you, 
um, what do what 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 can you um, tell her or him or them based on your journey um, now that you know now that you wish you would have known then? So the first question, um, specifically, what do I wish I would have known then? And that's that you can't do everything at once. Okay. Um, we're talking about social designs, but there are other you know business ventures that I've been a part of or I've started mm-hmm. that have been successful. Some of them haven't, or some of it weren't. Some of them weren't as successful as I wanted them to be at that moment. Right. But what I've learned is that you can't do everything at once, mm-hmm. and you have to decide what's the priority at that moment. Yeah. And the priority means what can be funded. And funded isn't just in dollars and cents. Mm -hmm. It's also... um, Sweat equity. Exactly. Your (laughs) capacity, what you have time for. So what you're really, really excited about doing at one moment, you may also want to, you know, launch something else that you're not as excited about, but the one that you're really excited about, you know, is going to take a lot of your time. Right. And at that moment... In your life, you might not be able to dedicate that amount of time, so you have to mm-hmm. choose choose something else. Right, right. Um, and scaling it. So what I've what I've done is learn to scale things quarterly. Okay. And to plan things out three years. Um, that's something that's very 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 hard for yeah. me to do because I want to. I still want to do everything. Right. All at once. Mm. Right. Right now. <laughs> um, and then your second question, you know, for people who are thinking about whether it's someone who's who's seasoned in the workplace or someone who's fresh out of high school even or college or changing a, a job, one thing that I would say as a, a nugget of advice is just to be patient with yourself and mm-hmm. give your time enough room and space, plan actually, right. room and space to be creative. Okay. Because that's where the magic happens is when you allow yourself to just... Just think outside of the box. And that doesn't mean sitting in the room with a journal right. and waiting on the divine to impart right. knowledge. Right. It means doing <laughs> things that you haven't done before. Yeah. Um, I started uh, last year in 2018. Every quarter, I would schedule a 10 to 14 day retreat. Hmm. And during that time, I would specifically do things that I've been I've been wanting to do around the city. Mm-hmm. Um, and I would specifically stay in North Carolina, particularly in this region, and I would um, meet up with people right. that I really want to talk to. <laughs> um, you know, not just a, you know, someone that's on my to-do list, but someone who we've been talking about, you know, how we can collaborate. Or I know that they know something that I want to know more of. And we've been talking about sharing knowledge. Right, um, right. I went to a different co-working space this last mm-hmm. quarter. Right. Um, I was on a panel mm-hmm. where I wasn't talking about, you know, how to select social designs as your business, but it was more of, you know, how do you, how do you survive as a, a woman in a collaborative space? Right. You know, right. just something just very different right. and laid back. And, and so that's what I've, I've started to do. And, and it's been, it's been awesome. It's been great. Every quarter I'll pick up a new habit mm-hmm. that then transfers over to just my regular working day. It's been pretty, right. it's been absolutely amazing. Okay. This, yeah. this is the year of the woman. Really? Yes. I need some men in my year. Yes. Just saying. Oh. I mean, I love the year of the woman, but uh, <laughs> this, this we need the, some diversity. This, okay. is the, this is the year of the woman. With I mean, women owned businesses yeah. are certainly um, on the rise. We, we, I mean, we More. see that with our struggle in getting businesses. Getting male here. business owners, male entrepreneurs and in here. It was a, it was an eye opener. Mm-hmm. Well, she's seen it because she's involved with it, but mm-hmm. it was an eye opener for me that the brothers are struggling. 
Are they struggling we, or they just choosing not to be in I co-working can't, I don't space? know how to find them. No, well, it's more, we're, I mean, yeah. more like o- trying to find... O- owners. Yeah. Business owners. Owners. You know, outside mm. of the barbers. Mm-hmm. Um, you, know, <laughs> you know, it's like, what, what other... What other businesses um are we occupying in industries mm-hmm. um and we i mean we really we really struggle. where are the gaps because i can name probably 20 black male business mm-hmm. owners off the top oh of my well head. we'll just we'll do, we'll i'll get that list from you i'll get that list from you before you go we'll do that off the <laughs> where are the where are the gaps i think there are different types of businesses and industries that would True. gravitate to this type of mm-hmm. medium Right, right. So, what are the? I'm curious. Like, what are what? Are, where yeah. are the gaps? We'll, we'll do that off the record. This is about you right now. So, <laughs> I'm gonna see. I'm curious. She's working. She's I'm working. She's like, let me help. I'm gonna fix your right, problem. I'm gonna fix, yeah. I'm gonna fix you. I'm curious. <laughs> um, so, but no, and, and that that shows our our limited Rolodex, um, which is is large in our eyes, but. I mean, we we popped out some, but mm-hmm. you know, we we were struggling. I mean, we were scraping the bottom of the barrel. Yeah, at first I was I could name women mm-hmm. that yeah. I, at least that I engage with on a regular basis, and I don't seek out to just engage women. Mm-hmm. You know, I I, I move all around, um, but as far as people that I knew that I could reach out to, yeah. it was like I put that you like this: out of all of our podcasts to date. It's all it's been all women. How many podcasts? It's, it's, it's enough. What's your what's your pool? It's, 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 it's See, another thing about inclusion and leadership, right. diversity, all those things, you got to yeah. ask the right questions. Okay, okay, I got you. People try to skew you. information. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, um, b- b- before before we wrap it up, I, we want to lighten the load a little bit and just get to know you on a little more personal level. So, and, and get your humor. Um, so I'm gonna ask you a series of questions, um, and just want you to kind of just answer them, and it, it kind of helps us understand um, Jada Jada Monica Drew outside of the business hat. You gotta say it like Jada Monica Drew. Jada Monica Drew. <laughs> outside of the business hat. So, on a scale of one to ten, mm-hmm. how weird are you? Like. 20. <laughs> <laughs> Our highest thus far. <laughs> Are you weird? Yeah. Really? Yes. It's amazing how people admit that they're that weird. They're weird. That's got to own it, man. That's what makes me pretty cool. Yeah, really? you got to own okay. your weird. Yeah. Okay. Um, room, desk, car, clothes. Which ones would you clean first? My clothes. I had to think of all the options. Mm. Gotta stay fresh. Gotta stay fresh. <laughs> I love it. It's so fresh and so clean, clean. You see how you prioritize your tasks. <laughs> Gotta stay fresh. <laughs> so what's second? You got the room, the desk, your car, your clothes. Room like bedroom? Yeah. Bedroom. Yeah. Okay. You can't wake up with clutter. <laughs> So yeah. they your will feel like yeah. your room. I clean. agree. I agree well, with first that. Of all, it makes me feel anxious. Can I clean my body? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Number one. Right? Well, we hope that's already done. <laughs> this is one, one. These are the next. You the never next know. Phase. So you being, never know. you know, fresh clothes, but nothing else fresh. Being that you love <laughs> the city of Greensboro, and so do we. Yes. Um, when you are extremely hungry or on the go, or really want to quench that hunger mm-hmm. desire what is your go-to restaurant and your go-to order go-to restaurant when i don't have a lot of time mm-hmm. kobe of japan hmm. yes i haven't been there That's when i have some time like 
on a Sunday for brunch. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Print work. Yep, that's it. Print work. That's it. Print works. You got to come see us because <laughs> you getting some credibility here. You yes. getting advertisement. The best French toast in the city. Really? Yes. Wow, that's big. Saigon cuisine, Vietnamese. Mm-hmm. Also very good. So not only do you preach diversity, you are diverse <laughs> in your food she, selection. She patrons diversity. Patronize diversity. What was the first one you mentioned? When it's when Kobe it's Japan. Kobe Japan. Kobe what, of you, Japan. what do you get there? Print works, Saigon, Dames. Oh, she got look. What is, what is your yeah, order? You gotta mention Dames. So Kobe of Japan, I get the hibachi chicken. And white sauce and <laughs> mustard sauce and ginger sauce. Okay. All the sauces. All the sauces. Just sauce it up. Yes. Print works. French toast. French toast with turkey bacon. Mm. Yes. And a side of eggs with cheese. <laughs> now I'll say I gotta have bacon bacon. Yeah. Yeah, I need I need that that fried fried poke. bacon. You need the poke. That poke, poke bacon. <laughs> Yeah, I can't eat pork anymore. I had to let it go. Oh, well, I had to if let you it can't go. do it, you it can't do it. Good, I, I know I'd probably cry you if I was told, Mm-mm, I've done turkey bacon for a long time, and I was like, why am I doing this? Why am I doing this? What is the purpose of this turkey? What is the purpose of this turkey? Yeah. Now I get a turkey burger with bacon on it. <laughs> Real bacon on it. <laughs> Before I let go of bacon, I, I did do that. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Just a little variety. The things we do. All right, so um, what is next and what's up and coming? Yeah, what's 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 on the horizon? What's Social on the horizon? And Jada Monica Drew. We really believe in diversity, equity, and inclusion. Okay. And we believe in giving back to the community. So we've started an education series. Okay. Every year there'll be a few sessions free to the public. Um, there's some organizations who are just not there yet in finding the time or the resources to engage mm-hmm. in professional development services, or there may be community members who are not who are who are not connected to organizations. Okay. So our first education series is called Design and Create okay. Diversity, Equity, and Inclusion 101. Oh, actually, it's 201 this year. Okay. We did 101 last year. And the, the goal is to des- literally design and create. So it's a very artistic, experiential opportunity to think about DEI, diversity, equity, and inclusion. That's March 7th. And we have um, our second annual Bloom mm-hmm. Inclusion Seminar, October 3rd, which will be at the Curry Convention Center. From eight thirty to four thirty with the reception. Great, <laughs> just a bit, just a bit, <laughs> a little bit with the reception afterwards. So we are. I mean, we're full steam ahead. I mean, we have those. Those are our two um, public events that are coming up, and we have a, another education series session in August as well. But okay. um, we're really excited about the series as well as Bloom Inclusion. Last year was the first one, and it was absolutely amazing. It was so much fun just connecting various leaders who are engaging and wanting to be better leaders mm-hmm. in communication, inclusion with other leaders from different industries. And so um, in that, we brought the diverse, the, the opportunity for diversity, but, but the foundation of Bloom Inclusion is innovation. Right. So people come 
with ideas, with the spirit of problem solving, not with the mm-hmm. spirit of, you know, griping and talking about problems the entire time, but really coming with those, um, you know, a, a energy around solutions. Right. So mm-hmm. that's exciting. Right. Um, we have a, do I want to share this one? We have a surprise coming. Okay. We'll take surprise. In July. We'll follow up with you in July and find out. Yes. In July, there's a big, big, big uh, resource dropping in July. Just stay on the lookout. Socialdesignsconsulting.com. Oh, wow. Okay. Mm -hmm. You heard that. Socialdesignsconsulting.com. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was practicing my heavenly voice. Yeah, yeah. You uh <laughs> so um Bloom um is uh that's that's what you're focused on next along with the um diversity um and, and inclusion. The design and create two oh one on March seventh. Yes. Okay. Gotcha. Perfect. Yes. Perfect. That is a morning session nine to ten thirty and bloom is all day. Okay. That'll be in the fall. In the fall, mm-hmm. October third. Oh, yes. perfect. save the dates. We got dates. Perfect. Save the dates. Yeah. Got yeah. dates. Put it in your Google. Can we pause? Yes. Okay, everyone. Yes. Take out your phone. <laughs> Take out your calendar. Take out your phones and pull Hold up the date. Pull the dates. Save the dates. Save the dates. March seventh. March seventh. Design and create. October third. Bloom inclusion. Now, you know I'm going to ask you to send me a flyer so I can... Of course. Okay. You know how I do. Of course. (laughs) I appreciate that. March 7th. So, um, how can our listeners, your listeners, those who are interested, um, how can we locate you? I just want to show that it's already on my calendar. Wow. Look at that. (laughs) Awesome. Awesome. Look at look at look at perfect timing. Perfect timing. How how can we uh how can we follow you? Give us all your handles. Yes, very, very easy. Jada Monica Drew. Okay. Instagram. Everywhere. Jada Monica Drew. Twitter. Jada Monica Drew. Facebook. Right. Um social designs, um, social designs consulting dot com. Bloom Inclusion. Dot com. Right. That's it. Okay. Real easy. Mm-hmm. Well, listen, this was a great interview. This was awesome. We're Thank so you. We're so thankful. Y'all give it up for She's her. so smart. Give it up for her. She's she so small and pretty. You. Very, very you is smart. Uh-oh. You smart. is kind. Here we go. <laughs> you is important. I appreciate that. And you as well. That's a mantra, though. Yeah, I'm telling yeah, you. And you as well. Yeah, no, <laughs> but no, seriously, I really yeah. appreciate the opportunity to, um, to share and to just reflect because... Right. You know, when you're in it, you just mm-hmm. you're just in it. Definitely. You know, yeah. So this opportunity to be here with the two of you, who definitely. I definitely have learned a lot from already, just sitting here <laughs> pre-interview. pre-interview. Um, yeah. I hope yeah. they interview themselves, listeners. Because they're awesome. One day. I'm gonna awesome. interview Michael. He don't know it yet. One day. He don't One know day. it yet, but I'm interviewing him. Listen, I'm, I'm gonna need like I'm gonna need like two episodes just oh, to get all get, get all, get all your get businesses all, out there at once. Get, get everything out there. Um. So, but no, I'm I'm a huge supporter. Thank of you. what everyone else is doing, um, I like to I like to push people mm-hmm. um, because you know my business is gonna do what they do. I'm gonna make the money I make, um, but if I can help somebody else, I think you pay it forward. It'll come back to you. Mm-hmm. Um, so shout out for what you're doing. If I could patronize you, I will. I believe in supporting, um, in particular, supporting those who are a color similar to mine. 
Um, so we thank <laughs> we thank you for <laughs> that. Um, shout out to Triad Workspace. But before we wrap it up, um, our my lovely co-host. Um, let me let me set the stage. Wait a minute. <laughs> I don't think I was prepared. I wasn't either. <laughs> now he gets on me because whenever I get ready, because I like to do a quote at the end of every episode and I always, I get into my important voice and gotcha. my, you know, I'm, I'm, this is my smart voice. Um, or my late night radio voice, whichever one works. Uh, so he just decided that that song went with it. I, we'll work on that. I see. This is a work in I progress. Because yeah. <laughs> I don't know if that's... Y'all might yeah, that, have a prob- that probably wasn't a good song. <laughs> song. <laughs> like, well, where are we going now? Where, where, are, we where, where are we taking this? <laughs> so I always like to try to find a quote that fits with the guests that we have and just the conversation. So, mm-hmm. And I like to wrap up with that. So the quote that I found was, diversity in the world is a basic characteristic of human society and also the condition for a lively and dynamic world as we see today. Gentile Hugh. And so I thought that kind of talked about, nice. kind of wrapped it all up in a nice little bow. Yeah. And um, and then you know you can be in a room full of women and there still be diversity in the room. <laughs> Jada Monica you, Drew. I don't, I, don't, I don't think you know you hashtag. Listen, that's, hashtag. Yeah, hashtag. So listen, yeah. um, everybody, thank you once again. Uh, tune in a um, couple of weeks, if not next week. Catch our show. You can go to Biz Chat, Triad, Instagram, Facebook, and you can see us, or you can go to any of your. Um, phone provider that you uh, decide to listen to podcasts. Um, there are hundreds of them out there. Um, and I don't think we're going to be on all 100, yeah, but he's prob- trying. We're probably on five <laughs> or four of them. Um, the rest of them um, we're just not there yet. Um, but we thank we thank everyone. Thank you again. Yes, thank Jada, you. Thank you, Jada Monica Much Drew. success. Thank you. Much success. We hope to bring you back in a year and, you know, this thing is Packing out the quarry. Here it is. Packing the quarry. You said it first. Speak it. Speak on it. And we, matter of fact, we want to be on location at the quarry. Really? Yeah. Sounds like we sounds like we have a That'll be fun. Be be right there. That'll be fun. Sponsor in the making. Yeah. That's that's what we'll do. So um, I'm Michael McNary with Biz Chat, and I'm Heavenly Walker. See y'all soon. Hey, everybody. We want to thank you for listening to the Biz Chat Triad podcast. Be sure to head over to our Instagram page to stay current with our content at Biz Chat Triad. Holla at you guys soon. Peace.